Yeah, start it off, Stevie. Let's go. Okay. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Steve Van Deest. Uh, we're here at the Thought Exchange. I'm here with my co-host, Cameron Barkey. What's up? How's it going? Today, we got uh, our guest, Renee, here. She's a registered holistic nutritionist. Practitioner. Practitioner. In okay. Alberta. So you can, <laughs> I guess you can start off just explaining to us what exactly that is. So a holistic nutrition practitioner is, in the rest of Canada, we're known as registered holistic nutritionists. In Alberta, we're known as nutrition consultants, practitioners, and a few other things. Um, as a, a nutritionist, we work with people's unique biochemical makeup to come up with healthy eating habits and healthy lifestyle habits to take you to your maximum, optimum health. Um, so we deal a lot with supplementation and different types of diets and healthy eating and figuring out what's right for you, not just a, a fun diet or a fad diet. Well, so. when, you, when you mentioned diets too, everyone always kind of thinks like, I remember when I was doing personal training and stuff like that, everyone would be like, I don't want to be on a diet, I don't want to be on a diet. And I'm like, your diet, everyone's on a diet. You just might be on a McDonald's diet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> We're all on a diet. Right? We're all on a diet. <laughs> you know? It's just what is your diet consist of? Yeah. People people really get that, though, yeah. You know? Some people it's Doritos. Yeah, it's fast true. food. Yeah. And some of us it's a little cleaner. Yeah. I think I I have an issue with diets. I'm not a big fan of them. Um like a keto or like like that sort of like yeah, in a box like, type of diet? You know what? I think all of them have so many amazing health benefits, and I think there are positive things to all of them, but I don't think they're necessarily built to be used to cure everything. Yeah. Um, everybody has, like I said, a, a unique biochemical makeup, and not one person is the same. So you can't expect a fad diet to fit everyone. I mean, we went through the paleo and the caveman phase here for a bit. And yeah. before that, I can't remember what it was. We, you know, we have the sugar-free diets. Jenny and Craig type stuff? Yes, there's so many different things. Well, I'm even concerned, like if we want to talk about, like, like if we're going to talk a little bit about food here, like, and you just mentioned sugar-free diet. Mm -hmm. Like sugar-free diets are, I find are very um, concerning to me because yeah. one, if there's no, it, like those things that say sugar-free, mm -hmm. and you look at the, the, the nutritional facts on there, they're filled full of chemicals. And yes. I'm just like, okay, so now my body is not having sugar, which it knows how to process. I now have all these chemicals that I can't even pronounce. Yeah. Aspartame type stuff. Okay, yeah. when, when you say sugar-free, um, this is just from my own understanding, mm -hmm. does that mean no grapes, no 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 apples, no oranges? Because those... Those, those are, like those fruit, are God fruit, sugars. Like, like fructose, is, I find, is good. It's mm -hmm. more like refined sugar. Your long chain is long polysaturates. Chain. Yeah. yeah. So, so stay away from that. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. And this is, again, where this is just my own personal opinion. But I do not believe in cutting out You don't fruits. even have to say it's your own personal opinion. You okay. Can, you can say the thought that's up there. <laughs> the thought that's up there. Let's just get real people, here. What most people are saying. <laughs> just if you, just if you want to We're like open that. here. You just <laughs> I will never give up fruit. I think there are so many health benefits to fruits and they are loaded with so many nutrients that I think the nutrients they are loaded with far outweigh the sugar, the sugar that's factor in them, yeah. of them. Your body knows what to do with fruit. It knows how to break it down and absorb it and process it. Mm -hmm. And it's natural. Mm -hmm. So 
To me, when I work with clients, that when we're eliminating sugar, because I think sugar is like it's a, it's a poison. You might as well snort cocaine. Yeah, it, like, it's probably day. better for you. Probably, <laughs> probably. I'm not, I'm not lying. Yeah, like your brain. I you think know? people don't realize that, and that the whole reason that sugar was even introduced into our diets, mm -hmm. into the food, is because it's a highly addictive. It's more addicting yep. than cocaine. It is. So what happens is, is that. Now the sugar um, it makes you want to buy that specific product. So you bread. basically it's in a lot of bread. It's in bread. It it's in, in it's in all. It's, it's in everything. everything. It's in yeah. Like the food. Yeah. Chef like Ford, do you like know? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what what the regulations are and how much sugar they're allowed to put into certain things? Do you no, go that deep into it, it? It varies so often and it's constantly <clears throat> changing. And I mean, a lot of things to remember too is with stats or you know, regulations or the new levels, they just take the median of what most people have and find a middle mark. That doesn't mean it's necessarily the healthy amount. They just don't want to upset anybody. No. Like, can you imagine if all of a sudden they said, that's it, sugar's poison, remove it from all food, everyone mm -hmm. would lose their, lose their minds. It, it would be like, Holy smokes, what? I love my sugar. You well, know? can you imagine the cravings? Everyone like, would have so much I just, We would have yeah. ma'am. I just went through a, uh, to, to add on that, I just yeah. went through a 100-day a no coffee. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. so I went 100 days, no coffee. Yeah. But it was actually 99 days. And I don't know why I didn't wait the extra. I was, I was actually supposed to go 90 days. Yeah. But then I added another nine. And then I was like, I kind of like Wayne Gretzky. So I was like, yeah. I'll just stop at 99. <laughs> you need to. Yeah. You need to be different. Yeah, but yeah. the um, the withdrawals from that was about two or three weeks of me like massive headaches. You were complaining I was about. Yeah, I was shitting myself to death. I was like, I was shaking in my bed. I oh, was yeah. throwing up. Like, I was bad. And that was withdrawal. That was probably sugar too. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was sugar, and the coffee. But yeah. just to add on what you're saying, I think if we cut out sugar, like if the government was like, hey, the sugar's bad, da 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 da, everyone would be like, Ugh. like everyone would be dying. It was terrible. <laughs> the anger that would be coming out in yeah. society yeah. would be fierce. I'm yeah. having some interesting things happening. Yeah. I'm having some interesting things happening to my body um, as I'm kind of going through kind of my, my, my spiritual awakenings or my, mm -hmm. my kind of things. I'm starting to have a lot of problems with food and that was the first thing that I started to notice yeah. was that like all of a sudden like I had to eat very clean because not because I'm less like mm, I gotta eat clean it's because every time I was eating bad food yeah. my body was now rejecting it and yeah. I was getting sick and I was getting sick very very quickly and I was like it was like I was hypersensitive to the food now yeah and you start to notice and be like well I can't eat anything like what can I eat what, what kind of food am I allowed to eat? And well, and that's what me, most people don't realize is when you're eating a highly processed diet with a lot of sugar, a lot of salt, and a lot of the bad oils, there are so many chemicals in processed foods. And most people, you just get used to a certain way of eating. And until you clean that out of you, you don't realize how numb you actually become to emotion, to your body. No, it's fully, it doesn't, it doesn't pick up anything because you have no. all this you're garbage. Dead. You're yes. dead with all this yes. garbage. Like there's no energy. Well, in and even you think, so with wheat and dairy, most people don't realize it actually stays in your system for two full weeks. So even if you have trace amounts of wheat and dairy in your food, it creates an opiate like substance within your body that actually numbs your intestinal tract. So a lot of people will say, 
oh, I, I'm not allergic to wheat or dairy. I, you know, I've never had problems with it. Well, I, I dare you to cut it out for two full weeks. And then Every have it again stitch and see of what it, hit your body with it for a full day. You will be sicker than you have ever felt in your entire life. I can't, I can't handle, I can't handle dairy. I can't drink milk. No, I can't, I can't have uh, cheese. I sometimes have, but then it just again on my stomach just feels like I'm yeah. completely constipated from all the cheese. Like I just, it doesn't sit well with me anymore. And milk is kind of an interesting thing anyways. Like yeah. I've always said to people, I'm just like, would you would you have um, breast milk yes. from a human? And be like, oh, everyone's yep. like, yeah, it's so gross. So why you need but I'm just like, exactly. but I'm just like, but we're, we're the only species willing to drink milk from a dirty udder of another species. And yes. I'm just like, who have does you, that? Have, yes. have you ever seen milk come out of a cow? Have you ever milked a cow before? Well, it's, they say milk is designed to turn a 100-pound calf yeah. into a 1,000-pound cow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when you're drinking the milk, you're drinking those hormones to yep. turn you into a 1,000-pound cow. Well, and the fact, most people don't realize how much sugar is in milk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how, you know, everyone says, especially in the schools. So, my kids are in school, and I was asked to be on the wellness committee, which, you know, that's always a dangerous <laughs> thing to ask a nutritionist <laughs> to sit on that. You ruffled some feathers. I do. I, t- I did. <laughs> like, guys, we're not having hot yes. dogs here like, for lunch. No yes. and no, don't no ask pop me. Yes. In, this, in this city. I had one school ask me if the ingredients on a hot dog label were healthy. And I'm like, oh, dear God, you, you seriously <laughs> did not just do that. Like, wow. So the kids, they run the, hot, the milk program in yeah. the schools. And it's a fundraising thing, which yeah. most people don't realize. But there is so much sugar in milk, and it's so processed, and there's hormones and antibiotics and blood. Like it Steroids, is. Yeah. Oh dear God! <laughs> People don't even realize chocolate milk. The reason why it's chocolate is because it hides more of the blood. Well, and you look at the fact not to get gory and gross with you know two dudes, but <laughs> girls are getting their periods at eight years old now. Yeah, something's wrong with that. There is. There's a, yeah, yes. it's, the, it's coming. It's coming it's from the hormones. Yes. It's coming from the hormones from the from the milk and all that other stuff. Like yeah. people don't get that. Like. Especially now that farmers are, are doing, um, um, because they're trying to keep up with the demand, they have to do like, uh, what are they, factory farming. Mm-hmm. So now you've got these cows now that are living in stressful situations. They're living in small corridors. They're not getting free roam. No. They're basically. No sun. They're, no, no sun. They're in these corridors. They're in yeah. there. They're in these prisons where they can't move. Uh, they're stressed out all the time, and then they're stuck to machines now. Yes. They have machines, and they're sucking, sucking the udder out of them. And so, like, they're literally there. And then, from my understanding, <coughs> you have to keep the cows pregnant. Yes, you do. I didn't order, realize yeah, this. Yeah, the they have to inseminate the cows all the time. They have to inseminate the cows all the time, so these cows are basically like a machine. Yeah. raping them. And basically... <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We this have is a, a really whole new problem here. <laughs> this, is <a> really, <laughs> this is a really graphic situation here. Okay. <laughs> Who's raping the cows? Is it the machine? Or is there some guy some walking guy. around with a giant glove? Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Who gets that job? There's a guy with a glove. The no. farmer, man. It's got a glove and he has to fist the cow. Okay, and where's it, he getting the sperm from? From the bulls. So for, uh, who's doing that? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what job is that? What job is that? <laughs> I'm being honest, though. Like. This is a, these are actual no, jobs. But you these think. These are actual jobs. These are actual living <laughs> beings. Yeah. That are being like we wouldn't do that to women. No, you wouldn't, wouldn't so, do that. To, you wouldn't do that to anybody. Like, no. you can't do that to anybody. Like a dude like, just constantly. That's the thing. It's like, 
And we don't. And what people don't understand. Well, and I, had, I had them a year apart, two years apart, and that was bad. And yeah, she's no, yeah. constantly. Yeah, it would and, be awful. And what people don't understand <laughs> is that, like, all of that, all of that energy and intention and emotion that you put into it actually transfers into it does. into the food. Like, yeah. from my understanding, like, and I get, I don't want to get too religious on this thing, but from my understanding, we're supposed to be stewards of our environment. We're supposed mm -hmm. to be stewards of the animals, stewards of things. We're supposed to be guardians and take care of them. Uh, they're supposed to be there for us, but we're not supposed to abuse them. No. You know? No. And like, like make sure that they have a good life while they're living here, and then they can be gifts for us to continue our lives. But Okay, this is a little sidetrack, yeah. but I noticed on Facebook today there is a post where you can, I think it's in New York or Finland, I want to say, where there's actually therapy now where you can go cuddle with a cow. I've seen that. Well, you not, pay to cuddle yeah. with the cow, which, I mean, it could be funny, but at the same point, <coughs> maybe the cow needs the cuddling. Like, you think of what we've done, yeah. we've done over oh, wow, the generations right. to, to these animals. And yes, they are an animal. And in our society, we think of animals as being so disposable. But they're still a soul. Like, it's still they a work, living being. What people don't understand, too, with animals is that they work different. They work similar to us. Like, we've actually have been disconnected with our animalistic selves yes. like our like we all have it where we have those feelings and emotions and we can kind of intuitively sense certain things around most people are so blocked off especially i would imagine from eating poorly bad food Huge, that yeah. their brain the is numbness is the numbness is there yeah. that they don't even have feelings emotions. they can't even mm -mm. feel things can't even feel your environment anymore but that instinctive feeling and emotions that are around animals have that to a a higher degree Huge. so then they instinctively just move through that realm mm -hmm. and uh, and like you said like if you put them in you know, like in a very stressful situation it's not no it's not good well and like you said the hormones that they're pumping out like any you think of a human and if we're stressed, the effects that that has on our bodies with cortisol, cortisol levels. Adrenaline. And, adrenaline. Oh, dear Lord. Like all of it. And the release of free radicals from, from our systems because of the stress and the effects that that has. You know, no matter which chakra you're blocked in or which part of your body you're holding trauma and the stress in, that's going to be your most susceptible to disease. Yeah. So if we experience that and now all of a sudden we're taking in the animal products into our bodies full of the same hormones and all the rest of it with antibiotics and growth hormones on top of that what the hell are we doing to our bodies like yeah. and it's no wonder we can't we already can't feel now we're going to dump in other yeah. feelings from it's, something else yeah. It, yeah it really yeah. uh it really uh makes it true of you are what you eat it does that really yeah. like it f is a physical you are what you and and then they say uh kind of to add what we're, we're talking about there is uh putting the intention like when you when your mom cooks you food mm -hmm. why does it taste better than when you get it at a restaurant your mom put love in that food. yes and yeah. as silly as that sounds when you're a kid she was actually enjoying making the food and putting it in and and in, like the enjoy the enjoyment of I get to feed my children and that's why that food nourishes you and feels yeah. you a lot better as opposed to the pissed off chef at the restaurant like oh, I hate I hate working here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this pizza sweating, sweating yeah. hates yeah. it yeah. yeah and then and then the ingredients at the restaurant depends what restaurant it is this is a very blanket statement because mm -hmm. I've had lots of experience with restaurants where, where, like really nice and they really enjoy what they're doing and yeah well and when yeah, there's yeah. an intention behind the food like I think I know there's some new restaurants in Edmonton I had just tried Canu down on Jasper okay. Ave, it's an organic eatery. And that was one that I 
kind of went into by accident and the food came out and the presentation was incredible. Mm -hmm. But the food was all raw and it was all organic and you could feel it. Like when you eat clean, healthy food with intention behind it, like you're saying, the love and you can feel it. Yeah, like yeah exactly. It just, you digest it better. It's not so heavy. You don't get that. What well, love went into a McDonald's knocks, burger. knocks yes, you right out. Like, it does. Like, yeah, I feel so bad. Like, it's it, like, I don't like, I feel bad knocking a, a company and stuff like that. But like, when we're talking about McDonald's, they're a big enough company. They can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're completely cut off from corporates. So we yeah, can say yeah. whatever we want. <laughs> but, uh, but like, for instance, McDonald's has got one of those things where like, I don't know what it is, but I eat it. And like, it's an instant gratification from eating mm. it. But like within sugar, five minutes, probably. but for within it five is. minutes, my body rejects it and I can't keep it down. And you know what's funny? Their marketing was brilliant because if they have you by the time you're five, they've got you for life. Yeah. If yep. they get you hooked on the flavors by the time Is that you're why five. I like the hamburger Yes. So you still get the kids' meal. I think that's all of us. I get. I still get a kid's meal when I go there. Not a kid's meal, but just yeah. a, a small little cheeseburger and a little fry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get the kid's that, meal. That's, that's, yeah, that's the only it. one that I like, like was the hamburger and the, the little mm -hmm. hamburger part, but it still makes me sick. It does, yeah. yeah. Oh, here's an interesting thing, and we've talked about this before, so we're talking about McDonald's. And you might, guys might not know this, but McDonald's advertises 100% beef. Now, that's the only reason they're allowed to do that is not because it's actually 100% beef. It's because the company that they buy their meat from is legally called 100% I think so. I'm not, I'm not fully <laughs> sure. I think that's true. Brilliant we have to marketing. back it up. Really we'll have to research that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a look on that. Make your comments below. Let us know. Yeah. Is 100% is, is Beef an actual company? Is it 100% Beef Inc? Yeah. <laughs> I think you know? it is. I, I'm not sure if that's conspiracy or not. It's uh, there, it's like a rabbit hole. Yeah. Like when you start looking well, that's into. That's not 100. Like what? Well, I don't know what is it because like isn't that ground beef? Like it's everything in there. Like there's, there's rats in that thing, man. Oh come on! You can't say that. <laughs> I've heard that the rats get because they're in the big tubs. How are you gonna know? You gotta say well, allegedly. 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 I, I I don't know personally because I've never seen a rat in there. But from what I'm allegedly heard, I've heard some wild stuff. I've heard about some wild stories yeah. about yeah. stuff getting in, into the uh, into the meat, into some, those grinders. Yeah. But you even think <laughs> <laughs> they didn't filter those pieces? Like. No, who cares? No one's gonna know. No one's gonna know. It's like no one's gonna know. One wrap for a thousand patties, whatever you got. Taste is minor. Yeah, taste is minor. Mild, wild. That's the same thing it. with the milk. You know, they, how yeah. many how many uh, amounts of blood are you allowed in there before you know? Ah, hundred per million or whatever. Well, there's even I won't name the company, but but there's even one major orange juice supplier <laughs> <laughs> that has delicious tasting orange juice, but they actually strip the color out of the orange juice and then inject coloring in. And it's a freshly pressed juice. Inject coloring in better. so that they're consistent because yeah. they need it well, that's, all that's what the they do with the, to be consistent. That's what they do with the potatoes yeah. in the McDonald's, you know, like, like McDonald's refuses to buy potatoes that have bruises in them. Yeah. So what they do is they then there's the specific long potatoes because they like the long fries. So mm -hmm. they buy these long potatoes and they can't have a bruise because yeah. they don't want any of their French fries to have that brown bruise on it. So in order to remove the bruises, the farmers have to spray a chemical over their fields mm -hmm. to basically kill off like pesticides that actually create those bruises. Yeah. And then they basically, and they have to wear hazmats when they're doing them. And then they have full to- Full suited up. Full suited up. Yeah. These are like football fields. These are football yeah. fields. Yeah. And then they put the stadiums with... inside. Once they harvest them all, they put them in there and they have to like ferment them for a week. So mm -hmm. they basically, that gas has to be removed from them for, for a week and they won't go in there. 
The farmers won't go in there for a week, and then when they go, they kind of test them and check. But then, but we're going to ingest that poison into our body. Will you even look at GMOs? Yeah. And all the foods that contain GMOs, and it is mind blowing once you go down that hole. That's what, what is a GMO? I know it stands for gen genetically modified organism. It or? is. So with GMOs, what they've done is they've taken the seeds and changed, genetically modified the seeds. Some of them they'll actually inject the um, not Other DNA pesticides. In there? Is it pesticides. Some of them, yeah. Some of them they change the DNA of it. Some things they just inject it with the pesticides and herbicides to avoid bugs from Eating the crop? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, that's where we're running. As the amount of GMO crops increased, our bee population started to drop at the well, same... From what I'm understanding yeah. now, again, you guys can look this up for yourself, make your comments below, mm -hmm. but Monsanto is actually behind majority of this stuff. They're it the is, ones that basically yeah. run the Roundup and the pesticides on the mm -hmm. organization. And what they're looking to do, from what I understand, is basically remove all the seeds like seedless plants yeah so what happens is is these farmers are then forced to buy their gmos from monsanto and monsanto has full control over, over the food, food of all mm -hmm. food and so when you think of it like that and you go holy smokes like our water is under attack mm -hmm. so you got companies like nestle that are going and stealing spring water from from places and um mm -hmm. and uh putting them into into bottles and then reselling it back to us they did with that in fluoride. california with, fluoride. <laughs> with what fluoride's fluoride. another whole like yeah isn't that isn't that well we're going down many rabbit holes yeah. but fluoride but let is, me um, let me finish this stuff oh, yeah. Get into the sure yeah Jeez. so then you have our water's under attack right mm -hmm. so they're basically because that's true currency that's how you control it, it. you can control someone's water you have full control over yeah. them you control our food is under attack so yeah. like they're basically trying to get a hold of all the food and then the last thing is our, our air is under attack, mm -hmm. where basically we can't breathe the air anymore because of the industries destroying that. Yeah. So well, and we have, like I've said to my kids, I have no control over the air you breathe. I really don't. Um, I can control the food that you eat and the quality of that, but that's it. So, and the water. And the water. We can control water a little bit. The air? No, water. Like oh, our yeah, water we yeah. can control. No, you can a little control bit, the water. But not, bit, yeah. but not no, much. Like, but it's, it is scary. We're at a place where <laughs> we're already dealing with, and I mean, you look at, this is another whole, cons not conspiracy, but another whole end of it, is you look at the correlation between GMOs, our air quality, our water contamination, and autism rates. And it is insane. Are they parallel with each other? It's like they're just... insane. And so I want to say 12 years ago when I looked at the stats for autism, it was one in 136 kids had autism. That's a lot. We're now, 10 years later, at one in 36. What, what varying degrees? Like, is there, is there degrees of autism? It's spectrum disorders. So, but that includes Tourette's autism. Itself. Um, These are all neurological it problems. It is. But then on top of that, you add in asthma, allergies, eczema, all the rest of these things that all start with gut, gut health. Gut health. Yeah. And I had asked one specialist from the States, I said, what is the percentage of healthy children nowadays? And he's like, there aren't any. Every child <laughs> deals smokes. with like something. That's, something. That's that's like, dealing yeah. with something. You know what, that's a, the increase in being, coming a doctor. Like now being a doctor is you, like just, you have five making. doctors per street. Pharmaceuticals, yeah. massive. Pharmaceuticals are massive. Get the people the sick yeah. and then sell Get them, them the pills. Get them sick and then sell them pills. And it's and all like... All like, these issues, like a lot of these issues. So you look at mental health right now with how prevalent that is and all the shootings in the States and all this kind of stuff. And 
and all ADHD, OCD, all these D's, because <laughs> there's a lot of D's. Yeah. Oh, there and is. And depression a... and anxiety. Like everybody has anxiety nowadays. Yeah. All the medications they give you for that, which I am not against. There are truly situations where you, well, you do need, that, need yeah. that medication 100%. But it's, it's, it's got to be an assisted way to get yes. you off of it. It can't yes. be a handicap where like, you need it now for the rest of your life. No, like, you, you take it while you get the rest of everything fix, else fixed. You don't though, need yeah. it. So you yeah. can balance back. But all these meds they give you metabolize in your liver. You get ulcers from that. Yeah. And like people, like it eats up their stomachs because well, like the body's trying to break down these pills. And you think your liver is your powerhouse. Yeah. That's where you detoxify. That's that's where your blood circulates. Like it, it helps break down. It releases different enzymes, stuff like like your liver is literally the powerhouse of your body. Yeah. So if all of a sudden that goes back to your you know statement in the beginning of people are so numb and when I started to you know experience my spirituality food started to react it's all it all goes so part and parcel people, with people that. forget like people are so concerned with money right now when yeah. money is just a piece of paper it has yeah. it only has value that we give when the real things that we need to be valuing is what kind of food we're putting into our bodies what kind of water are we drinking like what kind of air are we breathing? What kind of environment are we around? Who, who are the people we are hanging around with? Well, and like, I think it all goes down to one small thing, which I think you do a lot with in your practice is mindfulness. Yeah. It is being mindful of the food we're taking in, the water we're drinking. Our emotions when we're eating it are huge to the effect of how our metabolism Massive, digests. Massively, yeah. Yes, you don't eat, eating in a rush foods. is terrible. Eating in a rush, eating when Angry. you're upset. Yeah, not and good. all of it. Relationship like it, with food. Huge. It creates toxins in your body. <clears throat> to go to ask you a question, we're going on liver. Uh, are you able to tell us some things that well? Because I uh, well, this was a long time ago. I was bodybuilding and stuff like that. I hit a plateau in my in my bodybuilding career, and uh, I did a cycle of steroids one time, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't inject. These was, these were um, I, I used to be a bouncer back in the day, yeah. and I was about two hundred and forty-five pounds. But I was lift. I was I was a, a horse. I was lifting a, a decent amount of weight. Yeah. But I, I hit this massive plateau, and I one thing led to another. I bump into another bouncer friend of mine. He's like, "Here, take these pills. See what happens." So mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay, whatever." Anyways, uh, I did that for X amount of how, however long that lasted for. But uh, he was like, "You need to take care of your liver." But all of what milk I'm getting thistle. to, oh, yeah, I was eating milk thistle. <laughs> now you're a chemist. Yeah. <laughs> you have some milk thistle. Well, no, and then no, you need to take some, some estrogen blockers. Yeah, <laughs> no, I did exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, I, no, I did that. I did that because I didn't want to go what happened. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, so we're I, I'm just a long roundabout way as I don't mm. know too much about liver, liver, liver health. Yeah. But uh, I do know that I think milk thistle is good for it. What it are is. a couple other things that detoxify your oh. liver or will do that? Or foods or supplements? Milk thistle is amazing. Yeah. Um, what is milk thistle anyway? Like I, I just know it's a pill. It's actually a thistle. Yeah. So it is a, th you know the weeds, the nauseous weeds that the counties kill in the summer. So the ones that stick to you, like yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, they're beautiful, but they hurt like a banshee. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the weeds that our counties around Edmonton area kill in the summers are actually the weeds that our bodies need to help detoxify. Yeah. So you dandelion. look at dandelions. Dandelion does yeah, that too. That's another huge one. And I know a few of my girlfriends are. Casey McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's actually my best, one of my best friends. Oh, and your bestie. She, she used to, <laughs> we used to live in the country. Yeah. And she'd be out in our backyard picking all our dandelions because we didn't spray anything. And <laughs> the screen went. Yeah, the screen went. Yeah. Whatever. And, uh, Just leave it. Yeah. It, 
Dandelions are amazing. Yeah. Bitter greens. So your arugulas, your spinach, your dark greens. Uh, what's your other one? Kale. Everyone really likes kale right yeah, now. Spinach. Kale. Spinach is really good too. You just have to be careful you're not eating too much of it raw. Like I, this time of the year, I would generally steam or lightly blanch your produce. Raw in our cold climate is... It hurts? It, it's too hard on our bodies. It, another thing to add, uh, this is more of like an Ayurvedic practice, I believe, mm. but it's um, eating in season. So like yes. eating, it's, it's in the middle of winter right now here in Edmonton, Alberta, but eating a dragon fruit probably not the best for us no and a mango is a prime example for that mangoes are actually a cooling fruit yeah so in ayurvedic and just in eastern medicine so if mango is a cooling fruit when you eat it in the winter it's going to cool, cool you cool. from the inside which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is not what we want when <laughs> it's minus 40 <laughs> yeah so eating like at this time of the year eating for the season stews, hot foods. This is a time of the year where our bodies, especially in our climate, actually do... I'm not saying everyone should be a meat eater, I'm not, but it is a good time of the year for us to actually ingest meat because we need to stay longer? warm from the inside out. Yeah. And so it sits in your body longer? Yeah, it, takes it does. Longer oh man, digest. a big stew right now would be so like... Oh. I know you're saying like, you don't want to eat a... St that's kind of crazy you say that because like in the middle of summer and it's plus 30, the last thing you want to eat is a giant stew. Yes. Right? But yeah, that's cool. That yeah. I just made that click in my head right yeah. now. I'm like, yeah, soups. that's no. You think of like carrot soups, acorns, like your squash soups, potatoes, oh, root so vegetables, borscht. Yeah. Like because all the vegetables have now been pulled already yes. over the winter, and that's you know? why they store for the season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you can go into now. the root cellar and whip them up, and those are the types of things our bodies, especially in Alberta, need is the warming foods. Mm -hmm. So and eating meat in moderation. You don't need people seem to think, especially Alberta, because we really like steak. Steak, and yeah. Steak well, we have a lot of steak farmers out here. More right? steak. Yeah, yeah, we do. That's what it is. Yeah. Steak and canola. I'm yeah. eating tonight, to be honest. I'm I, fond of steak I out love, right now. I do love a good steak. Yeah. But you only need about the size of your palm. Mm -hmm. So we don't need the, you know, the, the porter house. <laughs> They're so good. It is. <laughs> 32 ounce porterhouse yeah. steak. As your arteries are like. <laughs> uh, I, I can't digest it. And then you can't eat for four days because your You're stomach's flinging your body around to get to the washroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just remembering the size portion, especially with your meats and, and a lot of steaming vegetables, warming your vegetables. Things like brown rice are mm -hmm. awesome at this time of the year to go along with those yeah. stews and yeah. kachatis and quinoa. Yes, Quinoa's yeah, quinoa is awesome. So it's just remembering, yes, in our climate, it's not ideal to do a raw diet. If you do do a raw diet, that's amazing, but you'd, you'd have to be doing other things in your practice to warm your body from the mm. inside out, whether it's breathing exercises or, yeah, like I know the William Ho William Wim Hof. Hof. I do. Yes, I've been Wim doing Hof. that for two years now. Yeah. That's a whole other rabbit hole. of. Yeah. It is. My other half likes to have the hot, cold showers. Yeah. He, well, it's supposed to, the, the cold shower is supposed to uh, stimulate like stimulate your nervous system. Yeah. And it's the supposed to flow, kind of like all that negative yeah. energy that kind of stores up in the body. It's it's like It's like a shocking system and it almost forces it out of your system. It is shocking. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard. I've been trying. <laughs> I've been slowly trying to like get the water colder, but I'm just like, I really love. I do too. Like so it's hot. Like it's hot. Like not Burning. that hot. Not scalding, but like 
but it's hard. Like, so I'm trying to go down. So it's the last thing that I do. And I'm like, try to, ah, I gotta go. I scream like a little girl. Like, it just makes yeah. me instantly want to punch a wall. I don't know why I may have some work to do in yeah. this area still. It's yeah. uh, it's a wild, like, to, to speak on the Wim Hof stuff. Yeah. Um, in talking about working the area. At first, when you start doing that, especially the cold shower thing, mm-hmm. um, you do want to punch a wall. You want to cry. Like, when I, I've been doing it for two years now, but I went a year straight without a hot shower. Like, it was a full... I went 365 days on frozen. Yeah. Like I didn't do Dear like, God. oh, medium and then, and then, and then to cold. No, I just went, I'm an all or nothing type of dude. Yeah. So I went, I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. We're just going right cold. But then I put my hand in it. And I'm like, dear God. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it I was like, it's burning. It, do- well, it does. Feel yeah, like it's, it's painful burning. and it's scary. And then mm-hmm. I'm pacing around in this little bathroom going back and forth. This is two years ago. And I'm just like, why in the hell am I scared to go into a shower? Like I was like, <laughs> but it's mind over matter. It's, yeah, again it's a mind too. over matter thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's that mindfulness. And, yeah. But the breathing <clears throat> practices that he does are phenomenal, and the yeah. breath work. And yeah. I honestly, if you can breathe through things, it is amazing how much more effective life can be. Yeah, how it's all about easier. breathing. Yes, and it's all like if you can eat. This is the toughest part: is you could be the cleanest eater in the world. And if you're not dealing with the mindfulness of it and your emotions and your breathing and oxygenating your brain and your body, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how healthy you eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this goes the other aspect yes. too. If you if you do the opposite and you focus very much on your mindful and you can get all your energy levels very highly packed, yep. whatever you eat, you can destroy. Like you can. You, because your body becomes pure energy, so then it basically can whatever it takes in, any negative thing is just poof. Well, and you it's can take it out, so it's like a balance. Finding that balance Find in it. Find the balance and between the both of them. Because sometimes yeah. you can eat super clean, like me. I'm yeah. eating super clean right now because my body is super sensitive. But now every time I eat a bag of chips, I'm in the bathroom for like an hour and a half getting rid of that bag of chips because yeah. it's just, I feel really sick now. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, what happened there? Like, I can't eat a bag of chips anymore. Like, what the what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, um, another probably thing. a good thing. It yeah, it, it is, is. But like, but to. Banana chips just. They're not the same as, as good, I know. But know? I'm getting, but I'm, but I can't go out. Like if I go out and the, there's something wrong with the food, my body knows instantly mm-hmm. that there's something wrong. Like I remember one time I came, I drove back from Calgary and we stopped off at like an Arby's. Mm-hmm. And the second I ate the Arby's, I'm just like, I think the, I think the chef was sick. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think he was sick. I caught something. Well, it's because you're eating Arby's, man. Like No, but it was like. I wasn't sick. <laughs> I wasn't sick in a second. Sick like I literally caught something. I like I knew. I knew mucus the, whatever it was instantly mm-hmm. that I had gotten sick and it like, and it, it's really weird. Like my head all of a sudden gets this weird feeling where it's just like a cloud comes over top yep. of it and it comes right into the sinus area and it happens instantly and I'm like, <clears throat> and I get mad because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn it, someone's around me sick and I have to try to fight it off. Yeah. And then sometimes I don't win and I get sick, but then like, and I get really sick. But, but even when you get sick, I think there's a positive in that, that your body, you know, you think feed a fever or feed a cold, starve a fever. So if all of a sudden we end up with a cold, I think it's not a bad thing because your body sometimes needs that reset where yeah. we don't eat or... You know, if it is a cold and you're just having bone broths and or mom's homemade chicken noodle soup because it's wow. full of love. I have two of those in my freezer right now. Yes, he like won't, it he just... won't let me eat any of it. Because what kind get, of roommate? Is I know. That? Yeah, I'm like, how many did you get? He goes, oh, there's two of them, and I'm just like, there's three. Sweet, there's three of them. Because like, the love, the love was for me. She didn't put the intention. This is gonna make Steve feel amazing. No, it'll probably make you sick if you eat them. Okay, that's my intention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, that's yeah. my intention. Soup, so get out of here. Yeah, exactly. My kids always get mad. They 
they're at the age now where they don't find this so cute and endearing. And yeah. They'll, you know, when they like something, they'll be like, that was so good. What did you put in it? And I'm like, a sprinkle of love and a sprinkle of magic. And now they're like, yeah, you're not cool. That's not cool anymore. <laughs> they it's don't believe cool. you. They'll Maybe, hit, how old are they? Age. They're 10 and 12. Okay, so in probably another 10 years or X yeah. amount of years, they're going to be like, Mom, I'm so glad you put love in yeah. all of our food. Like, they'll <laughs> get it, I think. Can you make me the soup? Yeah, can you make me the soup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm not so cool, but no. in my mind, I am. So I want to bring back a little bit about the water and the fluoride. Yeah. Because like, like currently right now, when I'm there's certain things that I'm doing. Like I've been putting iodine in my water <clears> uh, just to help to de-calcify de uh, uh, the pineal glands and all that yeah. stuff like that. So I, um, for people who don't know the fluoride, the whole conspiracy around fluoride, again, you guys can look this all up yourselves, mm -hmm. but like... Um, from my understanding and from my learnings and stuff like that, and I don't know if you've learned mm -hmm. any of this stuff, but like fluoride is a byproduct of industry mm -hmm. and it's a toxin, sodium fluoride, and they can't, it's really expensive for them to dispose of it mm -hmm. and they're not allowed, it's illegal for them to just dump it into the ocean. So from my understanding, they came up with some cockamamie idea where they basically convinced the cities to buy it because it was good, good for, for your teeth. teeth. It actually started in World War Two. So they it was Hitler, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. they sold it. He was killing it. people with so it. They yeah. sold, gas, they it? Sold, so they sold. They sold it to the cities, and they killed two birds with one stone. They yeah. basically said, "Now it's not going to cost us money to dispose of it, and now we're making a profit from a product that we consider as a waste." Yeah. So then they now dilute it into the water system, which doesn't kill you. To a small, small, small amount. So that doesn't kill you. Mm -mm. But how it doesn't make sense to me. I can't comprehend. It doesn't resonate well. It helps that your poison, <laughs> poison, Isn't something that will kill me, poison, is something that we should be putting in our water supply where life comes from. Do you know what's funny is I hadn't thought about water and all this. I yeah, Move your chair in a little closer. You're, 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 pushing, you're, pu you're pushing away from us and there you okay, go. Okay, let's get cozy. <laughs> I didn't realize before getting into all this yeah. that when water, like <laughs> from the last report I read was there are over th 43 different toxins in our water. I can't remember what city this was. It was in Canada, but each each of those 43 toxins, the level are safe, but they have never tested altogether. if altogether they are safe. Hmm. So that was an interesting one for me. I'm like, oh my God, they're trying to kill my children and I'm never drinking water again. And Well, so there's certain things that I understand that you can do with the water. Yeah. Since we'll see one is change the pH balance. Yeah. Um, so changing the pH balance because most of our diets are very acidic. Yes. It makes our body very acidic. So turning our water into more of a base. Mm -hmm. um, so people don't understand that the pH balance levels are whether you're going acid or base. Well, and and disease cannot grow in an alkaline, alkaline environment. State. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you, when we when we change that pH balance, mm -hmm. so that's one way we can do that type of stuff. Sure is. Yeah. Right. And the other stuff is the iodine. Yeah. Right. What other things can we do to help? Uh, reverse osmosis is really good and most like it's not super expensive I think you can get an RO system for a house for like 400 bucks and that removes most of the contaminants that so generally you want a, a two or a three filter phase filter process so when you're installing it you'll actually see two filters that you're changing out you don't want just a single one um, 
and keeping is that those like filters a Brita changed. filter almost? Too? No, like, it no. actually it goes in your if you're in, in your a tap? house, it would go in the basement and it goes into the yeah this, the kitchen sink. Okay, you can get ones that go through the entire house. Um, one other thing people don't realize is your skin is your largest organ. Yes, and we soak in this contaminated water. Shampoo too, which is yes. why my skin yes. is having a lot, and it's so dry out here. I can't, Huge. I, I was in Cuba, and my skin was phenomenal for like I was there for a week, and my skin was like boom, perfect, beautiful. Come back, <laughs> like what happened? Freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So, and I'm gonna go to the left field here, right field, left yeah. field. Women, on average, come into in contact with over 400 toxins by the time they leave the house in the morning. From cosmetics to skincare products to shampoos and conditioners. Heavy metals. Everything. But that stuff gets absorbed into your skin. It does, and you think when you're pregnant, that goes right that into all the goes fetus. into our fetuses. Yeah. So there's so many ways to control it, and with the water, RO systems are awesome. We're um, like scaring our viewers charcoal? now. Yeah, charcoal <laughs> is really good as well. Getting the the filter heads, you're gonna go stop like, at the no, store on the I'm way. I'm just like I'm just like our, our poor viewers are just concerned about eating bags of chips, yeah, and now they're like, they've oh my toys. god, the toxins are everywhere. Oh, dying. <laughs> Deer in headlights. <laughs> Once and the thing is, one step at a time. It's literally taking baby steps. Yeah. Any small thing you do is a step ahead of where you were yesterday. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, I didn't. I'm a little hardcore, so we found out our son had allergies when he was very young. And I literally, he was allergic to everything but air, even the air. And I went home and emptied our entire house of every chemical, all the foods, everything. And it filled an entire back of a half ton. And then I went and bought new, and it was a long process to learn how to cook again. And as Casey will tell you, there was a lot of hockey puck loaves and nasty food in the beginning. but. Rice cakes. Yeah, things. you don't have to get overwhelmed. Like even yeah. if you do one, make one commitment to get an RO system. Even just like uh, I think even just cooking a meal. Right. Would be good. Just cook your meals. Yes. Don't yeah. eat out. Don't, don't eat out. That's no. a good start right there. If just you start have making a your craving, own meals. yes, have the craving <laughs> for fast food, just go to the store and buy a chicken breast yeah. and some vegetables and. It's the small changes that make the biggest impact. And if you get, like I find so many people try and do it all overnight and you get overwhelmed. That's and it's like lot. diets, you know? You can't, if you, if you put your mark too high, you end up not being able to maintain it. Whereas if you just do another step every day and mind, make a mindful choice as to, am I gonna do it this way or am I gonna do it this way? One of the things that have helped me with that stuff is I've gotten into just getting a meal plan. Yes. And then I don't have to work, because I love eating clean, like I do. Mm -hmm. I'm just really, I don't like to cook. I don't have time yeah. to cook, it's not a passion of mine. So I don't cook, and then if I don't have meals to eat, I'm eating 7-Eleven protein bars, yep. Red Bulls, all like, and that's horrible grab for and go. Just grab and go yeah. stuff, and the majority of us are like that. And I found the one thing that really worked for me is that like, is um, dealing with meal plans. You mm -hmm. know, like you have these people who like cook your food for you yeah. and it's all prepared and you pick it up and you eat it and I'm like, I'm getting healthy food on a regular basis now. Well, and it controls the amount of protein you're getting in. It controls the carbohydrates you're getting in, the sugar. 
because you can monitor how much sugar you're taking in when you're pre-meal planning. Right, 100%. And with meal planning, the other benefit of it is you save a lot of money because you're not just going to the grocery store and... I, that was why I stopped buying, because I would yeah. go and I wouldn't cook, and then I'd go and I'd have to empty my whole fridge out, and I'm like, oh, I just threw $100 in the garbage. The fridge becomes a composter. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's great. Nothing yeah. can need anything. That just happened to me the other day. Yeah. <laughs> that was my dumbass fault, you though. Threw, he threw out like $50 worth of chicken. Oh, <laughs> you forgot the expiry date. No, he left no. it on the counter. He was de-thawing it. I was de-thawing it, and I de-thawed it overnight. De-thawing it. Just thawing, thawing it. it. <laughs> you can't de-thaw. That means you're freezing it. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. We're thinking defrosting. We're thinking defrosting. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I was de-thawing it. Uh, so what, you left it? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, anyways, I left it there, and then uh, I left it there for a couple days. So It, it happens, though, you know? Because well, it, it, it took all night to de-thaw, or de to, to, to frost, to unfrost, to unthaw. <laughs> to, de de to make decrease. it soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thaw. Yeah, to mm -hmm. de-thaw. And it was, um, <laughs> oh, jeez, okay, just thaw, to thaw out, okay? And we're all brunettes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no blonde, no blonde going on here, okay? Oh. Anyways, yeah, that was a hundred bucks down the tube. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's so easy to do it, you know? I know. So yeah. easy. Or you stick the whole pack in the freezer and don't portion it out beforehand. And right. All of a sudden, you got to thaw, de-thaw de out a whole thing again, and oh, it's geez. all gone bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's meal plans are amazing. They're great for saving money. They're great for keeping you focused. They're great if you're trying to make a lifestyle change in the way you eat, and that way you can see what's laid out. And I find you don't get the munchies as much either. Yeah. yeah. One other thing that's super helpful, even with you talking about liver, that most people don't realize is protein before bed helps you with sleep. So mm -hmm. for people, you know, and most of us don't sit down and count our micro and macro Does that work for like just repairing your body while you're sleeping? Yeah. So even if you're using a clean protein shake, slam a protein shake before bed and you will sleep so much better and you'll yep. wake up feeling Full. more refreshed. Yeah. Yeah, and then you start your morning with hot lemon water, and you're, the hot lemon water gets your enzymes going. Starts and it all up. Yeah, it gets engine, you yeah. fired up and ready to eat. Yeah, it's beautiful. But yeah, it's you know it doesn't it doesn't take big changes to make a big difference. Difference, nice. Yeah. So okay. when you take a when you take a client on, or mm -hmm. do you take clients on like personal I do. clients? Yeah, what I is do. like how, what's that process? So. I'm actually taking them in my home now, which yep. is great because I can do it how I want to do it. Um, and I work one-on-one -on -one with them. So we go through their entire health history. We look at family health history. Um, I'm not a fan of thinking that genetics <laughs> are the be-all and the end-all of mm -hmm. how you're going to live and die. And I think we have the ability to change that. Um, so we look at history, we look at lifestyle, we look at emotions. So a lot of times... <laughs> emotions are big ones. Huge. People huge. will come in and they're expecting to talk all food and... And then we like talking about the blocks, the you know emotional energy it's blocks. It's funny because yeah. someone told me my superpower was making people cry. I was going to say, now you're like a therapist <laughs> yeah. almost. It, people are like, what? I thought I was changing my diet. Now I know. like I need to call my well, mom. That's, yeah. But that's what happens <laughs> in personal training too. When it I was does. personal training, I spent majority of my time dealing with people blockages and why they couldn't do with stuff like yeah like it's like them showing up and then we have an hour-long talk oh, about huge. why are you eating cheeseburgers <laughs> what happened this what weekend happened this why weekend? am i not charging 350 an hour you know <laughs> that's actually so true though 
You're bringing up this deep-seated trauma from their childhood. <laughs> well, and it's, you feel bad because it's, I mean, it's emotional going, if, if you've done personal training, it's you hard. get it's, it. It's, it takes a lot out of you. It does, yeah. but it's such a beautiful experience because, like, you know, I said to you, to, food is just my tool. Yeah. It's not my message or my method. Yeah. So I think getting people in touch with their feelings and, and finding where that trauma is in their past and finding where they're holding it and then using love to help and gratitude to help flush that through right. and food. So, you know, even with seeing clients one-on-one, -on -one, yes, we do a lot with nutrition and a lot of it's baby steps so that they are able to do it. <coughs> Excuse me. And then it's dealing, it's working with lifestyle patterns. Everybody has a relationship with food. Yep, just like everyone's on a diet, same yes. thing, but yeah. yeah. Everybody has a relationship with food, so establishing what that relationship is. is. And just figure, it's like people that like, people <coughs> are in relationships right now, like I've, yes. seen, I've seen this a lot, where like people are in relationships or they, they have, uh, they have a, a husband or that they want to leave or do whatever and separate, yeah. and I'm just like, okay, so what you're just looking for is you just want to change the relationship. Yeah. And it says, well, I'm just, like, I'm just like, well, you have kids together. I'm like, you guys will be in each other's lives forever. So you just, you, that person's in your life forever. Yeah. You just need to just reevaluate what the relationship is like. Huge. Right? And it's the same thing with your food. You have to reevaluate the relationship with food and you why do. you're doing and eating a certain <coughs> way. Right? Yeah, you do. And realizing when you're eating your emotions yeah. and where you're eating your emotions. Yeah. You know, so many people deal with, like I said, anxiety. So many people deal with, you know, IBS, autoimmune disease, all these things. And that that's just because it comes from the gut, which is your intuition. It is your All your intuition, intuition comes here. So you feel all this, all this, when people, because you mentioned chakras before. Yeah. Like, so there's these different, if you don't know what chakras are, different energy places. Like your stomach is an energy source, yeah. your throat is an energy source, your brain is an energy source, you have your sexual energy source, yeah. you have your grounding, your feet. <clears throat> But like your stomach is ideally where all your intuition, your gut feelings, all mm -hmm. your intuition comes from. So when you have these emotional feelings, you yes. think you're hungry because yes. your stomach is doing all this weird stuff. You're like, I got to eat some food. Well, and what yeah. most people don't realize is when you are emotional, you end up going for the sugar. You end up going for carbs. You end you up do. going. Dopamine levels. Yes. Serotonin raises yes. all that. Because Makes you feel good. Well, but then you crash also, just as hard. Yes. We're also <laughs> so used to being in flight and fight and flight. Yeah. We're so used to the stress and anxiety that when we feel stress and anxiety, we take in the foods that shoot us right back up to it again, and then we crash. That's where right. we're comfortable. Yes, we need that mm. chaos and that stress. And the one thing that people don't realize is the one easiest way to deal with emotions is eating clean, but protein. And for me, I, you know, I had all the training in the world, but it wasn't until I went through a divorce and the emotions and that I actually stopped eating. And it was actually my, we're going to get personal here. It was my psychologist. It was like, you need to get protein in. I'm a nutritionist. And I had to have my psychologist tell me I need That's to get hilarious. protein in. <laughs> kind yes. of backwards. Totally it's, you flipped it on its head. Yeah. Totally reverse. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was funny to me. It was, you know, just increasing the protein in our bodies. We are so protein deficient. And that doesn't mean just mowing down on meat. That's, you know, broccoli and quinoa and brown beans, rice. Lentils, beans. Yeah. Food combining, where you're putting, you know, your brown rice with sunflower seeds to get your full amino acids, or even protein powder. No, no. Correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> I used to use this analogy a lot with people just to help them understand with food and kind mm -hmm. of how it works. If our bodies were cars, and our muscles were the size of the engine, 
-hmm. we basically what we do is the carbohydrates are the gasoline in the car yes and the protein is what actually makes the engine bigger so yes. stronger so it's for our muscles mm -hmm. and then the fat is like the oils in our in our in our body it and then is. the minerals and vitamins are just like the windshield washer fluid and, and yeah and the radiator fluid and all that other stuff that we need to kind of keep the thing going well and even with the car analogy it's funny because people will feed their bodies shit like <laughs> there is no other word for it but shit shit yeah and would you put watered down gasoline in, in your, your car? car yeah yeah no because your car do. would here's, start running here's, 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 here's something here's something crazy though uh if you don't know that watered down gasoline in the car is a bad thing you're you don't you don't know what you don't know and no. two what happens if you could only afford watered down gasoline in your car and you know it's all educating yourself and it's it's scary for a lot of people because when they hear this conspiracy stuff not even conspiracy stuff because it's just, legit. It's, it's, it's just awareness it is what it's it is legit. it's real legit. stuff it's not, yes. it's not a conspiracy no. you got to be like oh you're worried i'm gonna like, you hear pay this. attention to it like yeah. it, i'm like it makes sense and if it doesn't make sense to you start looking into it and you'll start to be like wait a minute but you know what's funny actually why is we doing this stuff is i hear people say oh i watch food matters or i watch food inc i don't know how you can watch that stuff and not be affected by it i can't watch I'm scared to watch it. It's, it was, you'll be affected Ooh, by it. Do you want to watch it? Did you know? Because I, I won't be able to, to eat anything. Why? <laughs> because I know what it's about. Like, I, I've seen the trailer and I'm just like, I can't, I can't go through an hour of this thing because but, I will never eat anything again. But do you know what's amazing is I think you're already there. I think yeah. you already know everything they're telling. But what scares... <laughs> but now I have to get a visual of it. <laughs> what scares most people yeah. is once they know, they have to fix it. Yeah, and it's that's a lot of work. It's only you can fix it. it yeah. yeah. So if it doesn't fix, yeah. And then some people think, well, how? Okay, so this is the other mm -hmm. thing too. Some people think, well, how? What can I do? How can I fix things? And the biggest thing that we need to remember is that the only thing that we can do is affect our communities. Yes. So if we focus on the people that are around us and the people, it's like a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to focus on. You don't have to worry about trying to fix the world. No. You don't have to try worried about like what's going on in India or what's going on in South America. All you have to worry about is what's happening in your community. Buy local food from yeah. local farmers because you know where they're. We know what they are. Yeah. You don't know what the factory farmer is who's supplying food for across Canada. No. Yeah, but that is. Here's the thing. You, We've talked about this before. Your local farmers market's four times the price as because uh, nobody's buying from it because there's no demand and half the stuff goes bad. So they need to basically make money. If yeah. more people bought from the farmers market, they could lower their prices because they're basically be able to. Yeah, but then they just turn into a big corporation like the one you don't like. And the other problem is with Monsanto and the factory farming, their seeds are subsidized to the farmers. So and their crops are insured because. They can't get pesticides. Yeah, yeah. So it's easier to ensure a crop that's controlled versus an organic <laughs> crop where you can't control. And the organic seeds, because like you said, these companies, these mass companies are making it almost impossible for farmers to actually get their hands on ancestral organic seeds. seeds. Yeah. And it's they illegal, actually. They can't seed safe. No, they're not allowed to hey, seed safe. Do you guys know where all the seeds are? They're up in... Uh, Ala is it Alaska? Ala not Alaska. Like, yeah, up they're in the north. They're in the, the mountains. Mountain. They're in the mountains. <laughs> Yeah, they have seeds from all over the world. If you don't know this, there's a seed bank up in seed the north yes. that were Bill basically seed vaults. Yeah. A vault. A yeah. vault where they have seeds from all over the world in a vault. Why for every species in the world. Every every plant. I think that's yes. smart, though. I did. Let's say, let's well, say. They, but they're planning for a catastrophe. Well, and they, they can know control. it's going. That's smart, though. That's yeah. smart. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. I think I should. we should start doing that. Seed I don't know. saving. It yeah. would be a good idea. Yeah, Creating a little, little, little 
Yeah. Okay, here's the the plan. Okay, what happens if uh, World War III happens, everything gets nuked? Mm -hmm. Who's planting shit and where's the... Money's useless at that point. Like, there's a lot of useless things at that Mm -hmm. point. But, like, you can trade and barter. I know this is getting kind of weird, but, like, some next-level apocalyptic shit. But, like, (laughs) if you're... Like... Maybe, maybe this happens to our grandkids if mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to be dark or anything, no. but if it does, I think, I think my, my little grandkid's going to be stoked that grandpa saved a bunch of like apple seeds that are worth the world. But here's the thing, even with that, like, I think you look at Europe and a lot of the societies there and they've got kids learning to grow vegetables and learning to farm in schools. How many people know how to farm right now? Dear they don't. God. They don't. They don't. No. They're, they're, they're watching this and playing Fortnite. And playing Call I, they know, you know how to play Fortnite. You're going to be, they're going to be master Fortniters. We're going to have a whole generation they of Fortniters during our world war. build an amazing technological <laughs> garden. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I went on a field trip with the kids to a greenhouse and we were in one wing of it and it was all herbs. And I remember the one kid, the, the person who's guiding us through this saying, oh, this is oregano, this is basil, this kind no of stuff. no idea what it was. The kid is like, no, because it's like, no, it, it comes in a dried package. It's, it's like a little, Oh. had no clue. That it was an actual plant. Yes. And there's actually, and I, mm, there's so many medicinal properties to our herbs to our food to our vegetables like all of it right now i'm taking um lion's mane i'm taking a lot of lion's mane um then taking that which is helps with the the neuro the neurons basically helping the brain i want to try to get into uh, what are some other brain stuff gecobaloma gecobaloma there's you got to think with your brain your brain is made of fat yeah and your brain needs fat so we live in a society where low fat was the fab and we don't need fat and no fat so now all of a sudden we need you know we actually do need the the epa oils the dpas the fish oils they're good for you the omegas right yes your omega oils oils, your look at hemp hemp is loaded with omegas good fats yeah yeah and it's tasty too um, but we need those fats in our bodies, coconut oils, MCT oils, in order for our brains to actually function properly. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we literally have just come off of 20 years of fat's fat is bad. bad. Fat's bad. Yeah. Same yeah. thing they say cholesterol is bad. Was there LCL cholesterol? And yeah. C- HCL. HCL yeah. cholesterol, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of wild. It's, yeah, it's bizarre. We're running close out of time here, so we want to do, well, before we wrap it up here, let's talk about, give us five books that you think that... Uh, People should be oh. reading and stuff like that that would help them out. I didn't see this. Even one three coming. books. <laughs> what are the three, three books? Bo- three books and one resource to check out. Does yeah. it have to be food? No, no it could be anything. It could be anything. No. anything you think, any books that you're reading right now that we people should be reading. I think White is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell okay. is incredible, especially for women. For men, I know Rabindra from mm-hmm. Edmonton here. He's a big yogi guy. Okay, yeah. okay. He had recommended to me with his yoga or yogi and entrepreneur course. Okay. and. Phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've read. Anything by Brene Brown is good. Just Brene Brown. Yes. Talking about shame and how we hold shame. Okay. And That's the lowest <coughs> form of resonant energy. It is. People know shame is the, the bottom. It's 220. How, how, how do you spell it? Brene. Shame? No. <laughs> Same as deep thawing. Same as deep thawing. Holy shit, hey? Jeez Louise. Okay, so white is the new black. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing this down for my own. Uh, and then we have Brene Brown. Brene Brown, anything you from Brene Brown. Yeah. Okay. Um, one other I really like is Bruce Lipton. If you're in for a heavy read, Bruce Lipton talks a lot about genetics, DNA, 
You know, in society, we're pre-programmed to think that our genetics, we're predisposed to illness based on our genetics. That doesn't and make sense. That's so know. not the case. Well, they use that as fear. That's about a yes. Especially when we talk about evolution. <laughs> but you know what? That has a lot to do with uh, manifestation. Huge. So if you believe that you're going to get you're cancer gonna get because it. You're, you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Your just body will just create it because your brain... Your environment will catch up to whatever your brain believes. Huge. Yeah. My well, dad died of a heart attack. That means I'm going to die yeah. of a heart attack. And then when the doctor confirms it. you're waiting. Yeah. You just yeah. sit there waiting gonna for die? it. And yeah, then you're yeah. just like, did it come yet? Did it come yet? After yeah. I ate those five porterhouse yeah. steaks. Yeah. Oh, I think it is run. it. And then, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. So. Jeez, also, well. there's a really good one. I can't think of the, art, the author's name, but for the parents out there, it's um, Conscious Parenting. Okay. And it just talks about how we speak to our children and the effect our voice, how our voice becomes their inner voice and how that forever stays with them. Yeah, so I'm going to give a quick little insight on that yeah. because that's a great thing. So what people don't understand, like might not know is that our neural pathways are created between the ages of one to seven. Mm -hmm. And those neural pathways that are created become our subconscious uh, behaviors. Yeah that basically dictate 95% of our lives. And that whole thing about we don't know what we don't know mm -hmm. end up going there. And with children, and this is what happens for with children, is that they are, they are very, they, their brain waves work in a different theta waves or theta frequency. Yeah. So what happens is they pick up emotions and everything a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. And every emotion that's being presented to them, they, they internalize it as if they caused it. Yes. Because their world is their world. So what happens is if you're in a fight if two people are in a fight with each other that have nothing to do with the child, mm -hmm. the child instantly automatically assumes that it's something they did. Yeah. And they create that neural pathway in their brain of whatever they did as a bad thing or a yes. good thing. So these things and these these neural pathways, the memory memory start to embed in the brain. And mm -hmm. so all of a sudden that seven year old you're, that's it. Your, your neural pathways are, have been formed and your patterns and your behaviors and your, and your habits have all been performed and now all of a sudden that carries on for the rest of your life yep. until you actually recognize your pathway and you have to physically try to change it. You have to feel it. You have to feel it and you have to yeah. understand and you have to change the habit and you have yes. to like create a new pathway, a new it's habit. Hard. And and it's it is hard. It is messy, hard is it, work. Is this what happens when you take on a client and, you're, and you've got to go back we to when they're dirty. six years old yes. and you get dirty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You know what? It's so neat watching people transform yeah. and watching people reprogram and just release all this stuff and all of a sudden you can see the health come back to them and they're you know they can poop every day did you know that most people don't poop every day what no it blew my mind how does that happen so i feel i'd be scared if that was happening i to feel me. like I, was, I need to go to the hospital yeah it's <laughs> just like why is he talking yeah. in my body well and as a nutrition yeah. like in nutrition we talk a lot about oh, poop because <laughs> what comes cool. out it of you it tells you a lot doesn't tells it tells me what's going on inside of you uh, for our knowledge well my knowledge actually how many times are you supposed to a day you should at least once. Once. At least once. Yeah. Um, ideally, you want to poop after every meal. Really? What should, what, yeah. should, what should it look like? Food in, food out. I know. Like I, I know. Like I like I know. Like like. I'm trying to see a color, so I don't know if the camera no camera no, can't okay. see Our your color? beam, but like if you think of a chocolate, <coughs> like a deep chocolate brown, not black. So like the mirror, for instance, <coughs> you get the mirror is kind of. That's a little black. Little, little dark, black. but a little blood, lighter. Yeah. 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 If you get black, black poop, it generally means. Yeah. Dried blood. And it's if you blood? have, that's not, no, that's not good. If you have green poop, yeah. 
or any shade of green, it means there is bacteria. Yeah. Not good bacteria in there. You've got something, something's not right can, in the... Can you eat like, let's say, um, like a crazy bunch of kale and it would come out green? It can come out more the color green of the kale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's like that kind of dark, I can't Or think even of. like a light green? Yeah, like even if you think like of khaki pants, like yeah, khaki yeah, yeah. pants or camo pants, if yeah. they come out that deeper green, not good. No, and if it comes out kind of tan like the breck, the lighter part, it means you're not producing enough bile. Yeah. So it means your enzymes, there's liver issues, your enzymes aren't producing properly and digesting the food. So yeah, yeah. your poop actually. Even to the texture. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the consistency <laughs> yeah. supposed to be? I know it's kind of yeah. gross, but no, it's, just, it's, it's a very important yeah. thing. Yeah, shit talk is good talk, man. Shit talk is <laughs> good talk. <laughs> <laughs> so you want it to be firm, but not painful. Yeah. You don't want, if it's stringy, that's not good. If it's rabbity, that's not good. And you if just, it's runny, it's definitely not yes, good. Yes, <laughs> yes. And when you, you know, you do eliminate and you're sitting there and you get that feeling like, oh, that was a good one. You know you've had a good one, you know? That's beautiful. We'll end on that. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Done. Thank you. you. Vinny, thank you very, very much for joining us no uh, uh, today. Uh, it was a pleasure having you here. The Thanks discussion so much. was a beautiful discussion. So um, it was. thank you very much, guys, for joining us on the Thought Exchange. Uh, if you're looking for us, you can find us at TX Show. TXC Show. TXCShow.com. It's only a second show, so we got to get this. Uh, got to get it right. Spiel. We got to get it right. TXC Show. Dot com. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Actually, where can we find you at? Oh, actually, yeah, before we go, yeah, wait, hold a second. <laughs> Give them your information. www.alamodemodernnutrition.com. Alamode. Yeah. All right, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys. Have a great day. All right, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>